0: Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tosinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you.
1: Welcome to the Art of Relationships radio show. Greg has been a relationships expert guest host on numerous radio shows. He promises that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor Greg Dazinski, The Art of Relationships radio show will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy Plus, help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G. Uh
0: Hey, welcome everybody. This is Greg Dzinski, Licensed Professional uh, Counselor, Relationship and Sex Specialist, coming from you live from PodcastDetroit.com Studios here in Detroit City. Hopefully everybody's doing okay. A uh, few minutes late, uh, apologize for that. Um, it is Sunday night. Hopefully everybody is enjoying a terrific uh, weekend and I'm trying to get the new uh, call-in line. So if, if people want to, uh, give us a call live. It's, I know I put it on Facebook, and I apologize for that. Uh, but uh, you can give us a call on our uh, podcast Detroit studio line. It is, let me, well, it's uh, 248-579-5295. Again, the number is 248 579 nine five and hopefully everybody's doing okay you can join me uh live on the chat as well as uh i think people are familiar with the show join me on live chat if you're using the uh, art of relationships radio show's own phone app you can join me on live chat i see melissa's already on there welcome melissa again you got to throw out some questions uh for me and uh, you can also listen or chat live, like I said, on uh, the show's own app on Android and Apple devices. You can also uh, chat live at uh, Spreaker.com slash user dot, or I'm sorry, uh, not dot, slash, again after user, Greg Dozenski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. And... I got to get familiar. You can also uh, PodcastDetroit.com, dot com. I also got the Android app up and running, um, so you can uh, download that as well and take up your phone space with uh, all your other uh, games and everything else. Uh, it is Sunday evening. Hopefully, everybody's uh, has the kids to bed, wind down for the evening, and listen to uh, the Art of Relationships radio show. Make sure you check out all the shows. I mentioned this uh last Sunday night too at podcastdetroit.com. dot com. Check out all the shows, a lot of great talent. Uh matter of fact, uh individual running the board uh for me this evening is uh the boss man, the owner, Mr <laughs> Mister <laughs> The boss man, the owner, Mr. David Phillips with IT and the D. Say hello.
2: Hey man. Uh yeah, I, I do uh, so unfortunately, uh, you know, Jess was here with you last I week. I know, I'm and sorry. I know I am Nothing to look at no. compared to Jess. I miss Jess. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> I, I miss Jess. I know. Yeah, I know. I know you do. Yeah, she was uh, she was crashing and burning really hard uh, getting no, sick with last week. No, I know. And yeah, when I saw her, I saw her. No Thursday, and I was like, wow. You you
0: know you were talking you, about the rack show before yeah, I you, went you go on, go but no. yeah, <laughs>
2: um, yeah, and so yeah, she we talked today, and she was like, I she's like, I just can't. She no, said, I just I know. got these antibiotics, and I'm like. Babe, don't worry about it. I got it. (laughs) You sleep, rest yeah get better and then when Tuesday is, so yeah she'll be back up and running next week
0: oh terrific but no
2: and plus I mean like I I like seeing what other shows are doing and I want to see what's going on around the network and I want to because I mean we're on the network I mean we well whole, you are the network well I mean that's what I mean the, the network started because of our stupid show and so I want to make sure <laughs> that you know that the other shows are you know either as or more stupid than we are or, or oh, no, no, no. want to be. you
0: gotta you gotta <laughs> plug your show you're on uh, Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern right?
2: right and and we are IT in the D. Don't let the IT fool you uh, and don't let the D no. mislead you. Uh, so the last thing we talk about IT uh, is IT. We talk about basically just news, current events, that kind of stuff. And drinking. And, yeah, we sit around and we drink beer and we talk smack for two hours, and that's what we do. So, and
0: yeah. you have to. I, uh, I might have misspoke last Sunday. I think you had... Over 10 million listens? In total, right, yes. In total, yeah. In total, I can't yes. believe so we're, that.
2: we're two years in. Um, these days, we're averaging two hundred and fifty to 300,000 listeners a week uh, from all around the country, which absolutely gives me freaking migraines. Um, <laughs> but we're going to ride this sucker till the wheels fall off, and it's enabling us to do other things like bring shows like you in and kind of diversify a little bit and see what works with people. That's kind of awesome. the point.
0: Awesome fantastic and yeah check out their show it's a great show with him and uh Dave and Bob and uh they have uh quite a few diversified guests too so check them out Monday nights that's IT and the D here at podcastdetroit.com Monday evenings 9 p.m. Eastern time now tonight we're going to get into what the hell we're going to talk about this evening right like i said no matter what the topic of the show is Sound like a broken record, but please you can uh, give us a call again. That uh, call-in number is two four eight. I just had it up on my phone, sorry, sorry about that two four eight five seven nine five two nine five. You call us at the podcast uh, dot Detroit studio line two four eight five seven nine five two nine five. You can also join us on the live chat with any questions, like I said, uh, your privacy and confidentiality with your name and everything. That is uh, crucial. It's going to stay with you unless you give me permission to talk about it, okay? So we're going to talk about, I had a few requests for topics, but like I said, no matter what the topic is of the evening, you can give me a call or chat, live chat with your questions, okay? It doesn't matter what the topic of the show is. The show is for you and help you enhance and to, I guess, get More pleasure out of your relationship, your marriage, your uh, build more happiness, more loving, passionate sexual connection. So topics tonight, we are going to be discussing um, sex, of course, right? (laughs) Dating and sex. And when is it appropriate to have sex in the dating realm? Now, you know, we talked about, I did a show a couple months ago, maybe it's not, been that long ago. We talk about, you know, a booty calls and hookups and friends with benefits and everything. I did that, you know, what the rules are, what the rules should be. And again, everybody's different. There's no set rhyme or reason, if you will, you know, with the rules with that. Just uh, as long as everybody's in agreement with that aspect. But we're going to talk about when you're dating, you know, maybe you're looking, you know, if you're dating, looking for, you know, maybe a one night stand if you're into those uh just a hookup or anything. That might be different. But what happens if you are in the dating realm and you're looking for a long term relationship, right? What is the rule of thumb? When do you have sex? And some people out there that have been married for a long time, they don't even know what the hell sex is anymore. So (laughs) we're gonna look at hopefully that's not true. Hopefully they'll listen to a show and be able to get more uh, passion going, more horniness in the relationship and marriage kicking up. So we're going to look at, um, you know, what is, what's the guideline? What is the proper guideline about um, dating and sex? Is it, you know, the three date rule? How many people say that? Oh, after a three date, it's okay to have sex, you know? Is it okay to have sex on the first date if you guys are drunk enough and hitting it? on? no. Don't, hey, because you wake up, oh, shit, what did I do, right? You don't want to look at the situation uh, that you're going to regret down the road. You know, you do it if if you're going to have sex in the dating realm. You know, you determine when you are ready, okay? Not only when you're ready, you want a willing participant and partner, right? You don't want to force. You don't want to manipulate. You don't want to sit in a situation where you're going to end up, you know, sort of manipulating, trying to guilt or trying to, over-pressure the person you want to have sex with, not at all, right? And I have no idea why women try to force us guys into having sex with them, right? How many guys wish, right? <laughs> you look at the situation, you need to hit on, you know, do you talk about it? Do you talk about it on a first date? Well, I'm not going to have sex until I get married. And what do you do? Do you get married that evening right away, have sex, and then get an annulment and have a divorce? <laughs> But you look at the situation, do you go into, you know what, I'm not going to have sex, or do you even talk about it, or is it one of those things that is just a, what do I want to say, you know, you just roll with it, you just be flexible, you flow with it, and you just sort of jive with the feeling, or do you talk about it? Okay, you know what, we're going to have sex, and we're going to talk about it now, right? We're going to have sex in three days, you know. I always reference about thinking like a man you know, act like a woman type thing to movie and they hit on, you know, 90-day rule and all this aspect. I want to know what is your situation? How would you handle that in your dating realm? You know, say if you really like the person, right, and you're afraid, and I think this is a pressure a lot of women might feel nowadays. I think they're a lot more sexually free, a lot more sexually confident, which is awesome. Not all women, but a lot more than what they used to be, you know, 15, even 10, 10, 15, 20 years ago. And you look at the situation as how do you handle it? Do you discuss it? Okay, I am not going to have sex with you until da-da-da-da-da, you know, be it three the three-day rule, be it six months, be it a year, not until you're married. And everybody knows my philosophy, you know, I respect all those aspects, but I do not promote abstinence, not at all, Okay. I want you um, sort of trying the car out right before you buy it type of thing because um, the old adage, religious aspects and all that, and I'm not even going to get into that or bash, <coughs> excuse me, bashing those aspects. But I want to hit you on, um, you know, what your philosophy is. Hey, welcome, foo, Princess foo, Welcome. Got her Melissa on chat. So, please, I'd love to hear you. Love to hear, uh, you know, your questions about this in all these aspects, okay? I got to hear, or got to hear, I can't even, not hear. Okay, Pooh says, I say, if you want to date the person, don't have sex on the first date. Now, I got to hear, Foo on this aspect. Um, You know, how many times have you been in a long-term relationship? And, there, you know, this is, you know, if you want to date the person long-term, right? You want a long-term relationship, that's what you're looking for, not just a booty call, not just a hookup. Um, I hear this often at Foo mentioned, right? Do you have sex on the first date? Do you not? And it's always like the old scenario is, right, if the woman has sex, oh, the guy's not going to want you, not going to want a long-term relationship. No, that's only true if you are terrible at sex, okay? No, <laughs> then he's going to kick you to the curb and say, no, I, no, I agree. Women do too, right? The guy's that bad in bed, she's going to kick you to the curb, not to put pressure on anybody. You look at the dynamics where um, I think one month is a good, good rule of thumb, according to Melissa. And I want to hear why one month is um, a good rule of thumb. Say, okay, we're dating. Date you once, and then I'm not going to date you again until a month so we can have sex. So that would be our second date. Is that what you're saying, Melissa? I'd like to <laughs> like to hear with that. Give us a call, too, on the call-in line. It is 248- five seven nine five two nine five and if the phone comes up on Skype I'm screwed. Um. <laughs> Taking a caller. Um I have to rig that up on my computer, not Dave's trying to figure out what's going on. Uh so give us a call. <laughs> Melissa, you said no, huh? Give us a call two four eight five seven nine five two nine five or join us on the live chat. And you look at, you know, I you know I've been around for a while, okay? And I know couples that have sex, have had sex on the first date. They have had sex on the second date. And they have, you know, they're having a great relationship. And, you know, it's lasting. They've been going good. And I know people that have waited until they got married, which I say is just crazy. Um, Yeah, how unprofessional, right, Greg? I respect values and everything. But when we talk about sexual compatibility and those issues, he you know and you wait till you get married and you're running into problems big time especially if say one is wait till you get married and one has had sexual experience it becomes a huge huge issue okay no i just want to make him to really really want me bad that's why the build-up is so great foo i knew that because uh we still have to have that conference about women so we can uh, get all women siding with you and loving sex as much as you do with your husband That's not even, uh, God, I'm jealous about that. I say that every show you join me in the live chat. So you look at, you know what, um, Melissa, you joined, you know, and you mentioned, I feel that you can know how they are and if they are worthy of you. By one month, you at least got into one fight. What? One fight in a month? Are you nuts or are you provoking fights so you can have makeup sex? That's what I want to know. If that's your point, Melissa, if you want, that's your first sexual experience with a new partner, right? You get in a fight and you have mad, passionate makeup sex, right? Is that what, you, I want to I want to know that. Hit that on with that. that. that Dave, Dave, I' know. awfully high. It, doesn't <laughs> it? That puts a hell of a, Dave, sorry, that puts a hell of a lot of pressure on me. Like, oh God, now we got to have makeup sex. Do I, what if I suck or, I, you know, you're all hot and horny and all this and maybe you haven't had sex in a while and the guy freaking blows it too quick <laughs> and now you're like oh god now i waited this time and i blew it too quick now what do i do right you hang your head in shame and walk away um what in everybody you know if you're religious you know waiting till you're married is good but what if they are bad melissa i agree and i think you went on what i said i'm not a firm advocate by any means about abstinence waiting until you get married, because uh sexual compatibility issues maybe likes dislikes you might go into a situation thinking you want that you know oh we're talking about we want whips and chains <laughs> you know dominatrix and all this stuff and we're going to do this but we're going to wait now so you get getting that one partner changes one it's a huge huge very very difficult issue to bring up in a relationship after the fact, okay? And then after the fact, it's almost like you're screwed and it's not in a good way at all. Dave, what's your, what's your take on dating? And actually, our uh, mutual friend, Karen, is the one that posed this question. What is the, the rule with dating and sex? How long should you wait? Is it the three date rule? Is it? And this is one thing that I is, don't believe in rules. I don't either. <laughs> I, I know. I, I agree, Dave. That's basically what I was telling Karen. I sort of I threw uh, threw a note out to Karen. You know what happens if you know freaking you my animal magnetism couldn't wore off. First date had had a drink or two, and you just wanted me so bad. Are you going to tell me what? <laughs> you know. Uh, you what know, would it, you do? It's is,
2: it's right when it's right, and, and it's one of those like you can't. You know, yeah, I mean, everybody gets carried away in the heat of the moment and all that kind of nonsense, but I mean you know when, when it's the right thing. You know If you're doing it just for the sake of doing it, um, or, oh, if, or if... That's you,
0: almost like pity sex, man. That's pathetic. It
2: happens, though. I know.
0: Um, you are married, you said, right? I Speaking am, yeah. of pity sex. No, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, coming up in 11 years. Yeah. Oh, congrats.
2: Um, but no, I mean, it's... You know what? it's. I, I've always said there are two things in this world, in today's world, that would scare the ever-living hell out of me if I had to deal with them. And one is high school, and the other is <laughs> dating. Yes. Because uh, I mean, it is. I mean, it's it's a completely yes, different world. Is. I mean, you've got social media. You've got thirty seven bajillion different apps. You know, you've got all this stuff going on. You know, you've got <laughs> the Ashley Madison hacks oh, and all that yes. other nonsense going on. It's just it's it's a different world than like no. It, it almost seems like people don't really date anymore. It's let's hang out, let's... You I know, know that. There's a group thing going on, there's whatever, and, you know... And that's you
0: been a big thing with teenagers, even college students oh, dude, nowadays, even, it, it's been even huge.
2: age. It, it's, you know, let's, you know, I'm getting together with a group of friends, why don't you come aren't, hang out?
0: Aren't those called orgies?
2: Uh, well, no,
0: because, I mean, that's the sad part, is they're using those as, like, a
2: first date yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I know that. And it's, dude, that's a lot of pressure it's on you It's a lot person. of
0: pressure, absolutely, and you look at, thanks for... Her, uh, no, I appreciate your insights big time, Dave. Um, that you look at, there's a lot of pressure built up with all that. Do you just go with the flow? And I think a lot of you know the media, and you you know you get in the show, Sons of Anarchy, you know, Walking Dead. And I know Dave and uh, um, the rack, uh, rack crew before me were talking about Walking Dead. All these TV shows, you yeah, know, Fear it's the like, Walking Dead is on yeah. right now. Am I watching? You no, know I'm what? Here with that's you. why that's why Karen can't. oh. I'm that's why you. she can't be here yeah, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's what she said. I, I got my show. I can tape it, though. So we'll have to have her on here, too. So that, that, I, she never got back with me, what show. So I'm assuming with that. I apologize. Yeah, that's the
2: prequel to The Walking Dead. Oh, that's, That no, starts tonight.
0: No, Dave, I'm so sorry. Um, if you want to check out, walk that. You've got a TV <laughs> in the other room. So we'll hit Not, on that. I okay. got TiVo. I'm good. Yeah, oh, sweet. Okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, bypass all the commercials. So you look at, you know, I I agree with Dave, too. I don't think there's any rules. If you're ready, you're ready, whatever. The situation is, you know, the rule of thumb, you know, a lot of people say if you, oh, man, I'm picking a hair out of the mic or something. But you look at, (laughs) it's not mine. I have no hair. You look at. it's any consolation, there was a really cute girl sitting there. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's Amy, right? It's Amy, I think, if I, uh yes i think if i got that right you look at situation you know the dating rule okay i'm not going to have sex it's almost like you're almost pre-planning your and i think sex is something that may be spontaneous okay we are going to wait three months till we have sex and you mark off the calendar okay it's three months now we're going to have sex it's almost like you build up the pressure it's almost like you're going in for an interview instead of (laughs) letting things just happen and just flow with it whatever comes naturally just let it happen like i said uh, you know, at the beginning of the show, I don't want anyone to feel pressured in the sex. I don't want anybody to beg or plead or feel guilted in the sex. If you do, you need to kick that person of the curb. And I don't—I'm sick of women gilding us men in the sex and the pleasing them. It's just—I'm getting sick of being used like a piece of meat. Um, said no I, guy ever. Wait, what? Nah, <laughs> hey, wait a minute. This is my show, damn it. Yeah, no. I, I t- human, when I teach human sexuality, I talk about that. I'm so sick of women using us like pieces of ass. Um, you know, I, I got a heart. So you look at it. I I agree. I don't think you can go into too much of a plea pre planning phase. I think, you know, even women that go in the um pre-planning phases they they might be the ones that are looking to get knocked up and have a baby daddy and then you're in trouble dude
2: (laughs) then you you are in i'm
0: I'm not gonna lie there are a few
2: friends of mine over the past couple of years um that have oh i'm gonna say uh Surprisingly, yes. became pregnant. Yes, um, oh, I was on the and, pill. and I'm gonna go with none of them were actually really surprised that they became pregnant. I know that the only person in that relationship that was surprised they got pregnant
0: was the guy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a big surprise cha-ching, cha-ching, right? Yeah, find out the kid ain't yours. Oh, anyway, was, uh, and, uh, <laughs> you look at situ it's funny when I talk to uh teenage guys, even even young, um, you know, in their young 20s or i there shouldn't be any age but i i tell guys and this might be bias on my part um and i'm not prejudiced against women at all i love women and as people know i'm 200 percent lesbian so i love women and i want people to be smart and i tell these teenage boys late teens whatever and early 20s do not ever accept a condom from a woman because there could be a little pinhole or two in that condom. It's scary, whatever, and you get, yeah, there's guys out there that want to trap women and get them pregnant, too. That's where you need to double your protection up, ladies, if you can, you know, if you're you're on the pill. And I know some women, I talked about this uh, often, that some women, you know, they can't, Use the pill because you know it might cause bleeding in you, it might cause blood clots oh, so, allergic reactions yeah all absolutely, that. so a lot of a lot of uh, women can't do that, and you and I mentioned that a couple of shows i 'm not a huge fan. I never ever advocate the depot shot by any means uh, and I talked about those reasons at a show before foo, you mentioned you love to beg, and you mentioned that chip foo, <laughs> I am sure he feels like a piece of meat, and I 'm sure he loves that. Dave, have you ever felt like a piece of meat?
2: Um, yeah. And, and, I mean, it's actually w- uh, one of the reasons why my last uh, serious relationship when I was living down in D.C. broke up before I moved out of here. Really? Um, no, no. Great story. So, uh, <laughs> Great story. i got to <laughs> hear this. So uh, the girl I was dating, uh, she was the general manager at a hotel chain. Ooh. And she came home one day and she said, I am sick and tired of going to my job. Uh, I want to do something else and I don't want to do this anymore. And I was like, all right, what do you want to do? She's like, well, you've always talked about how much fun you had as a bartender. And I was like, all right, you know what? More power to you. Find yourself, do your thing. Right. So she took one of those little bartending classes uh, and then got a job uh, at the lesbian bar uh, that was four blocks away from the house. And everything was all fine and dandy. Uh, I have a, a a good number of stories that start with uh, <laughs> "Dear Penthouse Forum." Yes, I never I, thought it would happen to me. Sweet. And but then it got weird to the point where she was actually more yeah. into watching me with other girls mm-hmm. than she was being with me. And I know that sounds like every no, guy's great fantasy, not but necessarily. it was like too weird to deal yeah, with. And I so agree. that was that was when we broke up.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree. And there's some guys that, uh, you know what, I, I mentioned this before. I, I, a lot of guys think I'm full of, full of crap. They think I'm crazy and stupid. I got offered threesomes five times over the years. And I'm talking five different women. And I turned them all down. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, Dave's looking at me. Dave, yeah, that's, that's the expression. That's that's the expression I get from all guys. And I tell guys, it's weird. And, you know, three of them were when I was single, and two of them were in a long-term relationship. And they were the ones that initiated it, and, you know, they know – was I, yeah, I was doing this at the time. They knew what, you know, what I was doing, to counseling and all this stuff with relationships, sex, and all this stuff. Greg, I I, I want to do this. Oh, my God, I'd love to do this for you. And it's just it's weird. I don't know if it's that damn freaking uh, Catholic freaking upbringing I had, the guilt and shame, <laughs> which I kicked to the curb a long time ago. And maybe it was that little in the back of the head. You know, you got the devil on one shoulder, the angel on the other. And I, I'm like, man, do I regret it now? Oh, shit. Let me get back to you if I regret that or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I look at you know, look at the situation. I'm more, you know, one on one and all this stuff. And there was uh the other topic, you know, a couple topics today of this discussion that, you know, the dating realm with sex and all that was about swingers. And I'm not gonna mention any names, but it was a mutual friend of Dave and mine that wanted me to talk about swingers too coming up. And, you know, in the lifestyle and rules and boundaries and that, you know, he wanted to go to the premise. It might not always be a bad thing. And I work, people know, you know, I've been doing the show for a while. <clears throat> you know, I work with swingers, bisexual couples, couples that are, you know, in open relationships. They're not swingers. but well, they say, can go, So you
2: have swingers and then you have polyamorous couples that are just in open relationships. Polly, try yeah. it. Absolutely.
0: and. I I love my job. <laughs> I got stories to tell left and right. Oh my god. But I gotta I keep names out of it and all this stuff. Confidentiality. I need to because I don't want to get sued. Um so you look at the I get sued, I'm broke. They have to go after, <laughs> <laughs> so it don't matter. They have to go after my mal, mal, uh, malpractice insurance. So, you know, going back on to I won't step away. We'll get into the swinger aspect in a bit. Um, you know, you look at what is Is there a rule that you follow? Is it different for guys in the dating realm before you have sex? Most, believe it or not, most women think that guys have, you know, oh, they can have sex on the first date. They don't care. There's a lot of guys out there. They want to wait too, believe it or not. Freaking stupid fools. I I don't get it, but no. (laughs) (laughs) No. You know, but guys, they have these, you know, values and all that. I almost... I see a lot of guys, believe it or not, it's almost like there is a role reversal going out where guys are almost waiting, especially if they want a long-term relationship. They want to wait a little bit before, you know, having sex. And I'm like, dude, what? and these women are ready to go. You know, it could be first date, second date, the three-date rule, whatever, you know, your rule applies. And I agree with Dave. There are no rules. The rules have to come from you, each individual, and, of course— your sex partner, your lover, potential husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, they have to apply in how they gel together. And I agree. It's not one thing that you go and pre-plan. Okay, we're going to wait for this, whatever. And, you know, how many women out there you look at, and I, I tell guys all the time, you're on a first date <clears throat> or you meet somebody at, you know, a bar, wherever, um, Ashley Madison's, you meet him on Tinder, (laughs) 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 you know, whatever, you know, adult friend finder, um, wherever, you know. You look at situation to where um, I think women know within five minutes if they are going to bang that guy or not. Now, the guy. Isn't there a stat out there that says it's something like in the first like, it was a oh, yeah. stupid number,
2: like 48 seconds. Yeah, or stu- yeah,
0: yeah I hear, you know, I go on, you know, five to seven, five to seven minutes yeah. after the nerves and stuff set off. It's, you know, most women know. Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen that night, but they know if they want to bang that guy within five to seven minutes, and it's usually closer to the five-minute mark. Um, Guys, you know what, depending what you look like, we know within maybe two seconds. (laughs) She's hot, okay, I want to bang her. She don't even have to open her mouth, no. Um, And like I said, no, a woman could be hot, could be, you know, very attractive, whatever, very sexy and all this aspect. And I said, you know, if she is a bitch, if she is a, you know, rude person, very, you know, freaking arrogant person, I don't care how hot she is, she is going to get kicked out in the morning. You look at the avenue... (laughs) You get kicked out in the morning. How many people caught that, right? No. <laughs> Isn't that normally the guy who knows? No, Melissa. Uh, well, the guy might know too, but I'm talking women because everyone assumes, you know, men are willing to go. They can, you know, have sex and, uh, you know, whatever, the first date, they don't care. But I'm telling you, a lot of guys now that i work with in my office, students and all this, that guys are s- sort of stepping away from that. They might have, they might be waiting more than the women anticipates that they're going to wait, and it's weird, whatever. But,
2: well, go but ahead, how, how much of that is, is from a, uh, a judgmental perspective? Like, Meaning? So I mean, well, so if, uh, okay, well, if she was that easy for me to get in bed, how easy has she been for other guys to get into bed? And how easy would she be for other guys to get in bed in the future?
0: Why would that matter? No, I agree. I agree. But a lot of it they're thinking that and they're looking at and I think guys that have that premise and I agree they're out there, but I think guys that have that premise, it's all about their ego, their self esteem and all that aspect. Absolutely. It's insecurities, big time. Um, There's some guys that do it because they wanna they wanna get to know that woman better, and it might have something to do with the insecurities and all that. But some they're looking at almost the quality of connection as well, and you know they can go out and have a one night stand, no big deal. But when guys are looking for like a long term relationship, a connection, they're actually they're waiting more. Believe it or not, yeah, there are guys out there. Have I ever had one night stands or had sex on the first date? no comment um you look <laughs> you you bully you look at the, you guys can private message me after the show whenever text me um you look at the dynamics you know i there are no rules you set the rules with you you your partner sets the rules and i think you just flow when you know it's ready you know after one two three four tequila the floor then you you know bad liar who's a bad liar Melissa, you come, what am I lying about? You look, <laughs> you look at the situation where, you know, you set the parameters, whatever. I don't think it's something that you can pre-plan, what, you know, whatsoever. You go into it, you flow. If it feels good, then you do it. There shouldn't be any shame in that at all. And going back to Dave's comment about, you know, guys, I'm a liar. What the hell am I lying about, Melissa? People can't see on in the chat if, unless you're there. Oh, one night. What about the one-night stand? You lost me with the one-night stand? I didn't answer that. So how can I be a liar? You, <laughs> you look at the aspect, and I think guys, they're waiting for you know a quality of connection. Um, I, I'm seeing that more and more, which is really odd and unusual, but I've been seeing that probably, I'm going to say, last two years, two to three years more than I've ever seen it, where guys might... Um, you know, they might be waiting more of a commitment and all this stuff. And women are more ready to go, you know, sexually. They're more sexually confident, more sexually expressive, um, which is awesome. I love it. So it's a sort of a cool dynamic that I'm seeing going on over the last couple years, whatever. And I agree with Dave, you know, they're waiting if you know, I think it's a insecurity aspect where, you know, guys are waiting, okay, if she's gonna sleep with me on the first Night. Maybe I don't want her because, you know, the old stereotype, she's a slut, she's this, she's whatever. And maybe they're worried about their own self-esteem. Maybe they're trying to protect themselves emotionally Um, because they, oh, if they do that, then I have to worry more about... I hear this all the time. Well, if she's going to sleep with you on the first night or the guy's going to sleep with you on the first night, they're more apt to cheat. They're more apt to run around. They're more... You know what? To be honest with you, that is not true. Why do you think women are more sexually confident than before? Good question, Melissa. What's this have to do with on the first date sexual contact? But as you know, I, (laughs) I said, it doesn't matter what the topic of the show is. You can always ask questions. I think women are more... I think they're taught more now. I, I I think it's part of the media, and I think they're able to say, you know, they can enjoy sex, that they can be sexual. It's almost like society's given them more permission to be um, sexual, to enjoy sex, to like sex, and to be okay with it. And I'm not talking um, when we throw body image aspects and insecurities. That that's you know that's different. I think we that cuts across both men, women of all ages. But I think women. I, I tell people now, you know, women. In their 30s now, are where women were in their 40s, maybe 20 years ago, maybe 10 years ago. And I see women in their early 20s, or in their early 20s, they are where women were in their mid 30s, 10, 15 years ago. They are more. I think it's okay that they can like sex more, and they're okay with it. They don't have the taboos. I'm not saying I'm talking a lot. I'm not talking every woman um, by any means. It all depends, but I'm seeing a lot more women, they're enjoying sex more, and there's nothing wrong with that. They don't have the predetermined, um, I'm a slut, I'm a hoe, I'm all this stuff, and it's okay, I like sex, and I determine, you know, I determine that. Nobody else does, society doesn't, nobody else. So that's why I say I think they're more sexually confident, and they're more, you know, comfortable with their sexual expression. And I'm not saying, you know, to get... They're also able to say no. I don't want sex. You know, they're guarding against the pressure aspect. So I think women are coming. They're a lot more comfortable, more confident sexually than they ever have been. Um, hopefully, that answered your question. And you look at—I yeah, was going to ask Dave that question, but he's married, so that don't count. You—you um, no. <laughs> you look at the—you uh, look at the situation where you know I, I get it. You know, women students. Uh, When I teach, you know, college classes, students, clients, uh, just out in the social realm, that they're more, a lot more, they're confident. They're more okay with their sexuality, and it's so cool to see, and I think that's where maybe the three-date rule or whatever rules, they go out the window that they're okay. It doesn't mean, I want to do this, and I'm okay with myself. It doesn't mean I'm a slut, I'm a hoe, all this. Those stereotypes, they still exist, sadly, but... They're dwindling. You know, they're dwindling down what that is, that you like sex and there's nothing wrong with that. And what? Yeah, I'm all for that. You know, you protect yourself, of course, in those aspects. And if you want a long-term relationship, the guy should be into you or want to know more about you than just sex. Okay, say you wait six months, you really like the person. Um, really like the person. Maybe falling in love at that point would, would I say you never fall in love with anyone you don't have sex with, but you... Um, no. <laughs> Is that biased, Dave? <laughs> well, no, because I mean, worst case... So like, let's say you hold off for I, you six months, I'm a year or whatever else. And you know then where, you where I'm going. And you finally
2: get in bed, and it sucks.
0: It's like a... The pity sex that we well, talked no, about. Well, no, or it
2: just sucks. Yeah. Like you're not compatible. No. You, you, yeah, I mean, and that's, that matters a lot.
0: A huge, huge. And people ask me, Greg, what part of sexuality do you think is part of a relationship or marriage? And I said, it, it all depends on the individual. I think it's, for me personally, um, it's a huge component. Uh, but I had couples, like I said, I have couples that have sex once a year, and they're both okay with that. Um, so, whom I you know, I'm not one. I've never ever um, said you should have sex this m- many times a year. It's up to the individual couples and all that stuff. If I'm having sex once a year, um, <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. I'm gonna be out. So I I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, that ain't gonna freaking happen.
2: Ron White had a great stick. Oh yeah, I gotta his hear this. Thing, no, his whole thing was, you know, you, you, you know w- women try to punish you by withholding sex, and he's like, yes, you can't just not no. sleep with me because I'll go out and screw somebody else. I I've seen me do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that, Dave. You know that's true. And there's some. Adage and this is, you know, this has been going around for a while, you know, the big thing. And women will tell other women, if you don't give your guy sex, he might find it someone else somewhere else. And I hate to say it, but you know, is that a right you know, my philosophy is you get out of that relationship before you wander off. And I know dynamics, financial, kids, and all that aspect. And I, I did, you know, numerous shows on affairs and you know why they happen. Um and I cover this in the book that's coming out too a little bit. I don't go too much detail about affairs. I touch on it uh, briefly um, and towards the end of the book about maybe why they happened trying to build up the repair and trying to move on or more or less trying to prevent them. But you look at the aspect, you know, since six months, Melissa mentioned, six months, I feel like the guy would be gone. I don't know any guy that would wait that long. I think that is too long. You know, so Melissa, you're saying you'd have sex in a month? I think you said earlier, right? Six months? Would I wait six months? You know, oh yeah, no problem. I I wouldn't have any problem waiting six months to, uh, you know, withholding sex for six months with you. That doesn't mean I might be uh, not having sex with somebody. <laughs> Oops, did I just say that? <laughs> I was like one, yeah. I know. Huge qualifier. <laughs> I know. I'm calling shenanigans. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have I ever waited six months? Um, you know what, when I was, let's see, 16, Yeah, I'm trying to think, last time I waited six months, oh my God, you know what, um, the way I am, I don't think a woman would wait six months anyways, she wouldn't be able to, no, <laughs> Dave's like, bullshit, no, <laughs> with my animal magnetism, my charm, my wit, my, uh, all five foot six of me and bald head and... No, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, honestly, yeah. and I
2: think some of it comes down to, you know, age group and demographic. I mean, as, I as you hit your 30s oh. and 40s... <clears throat> Dude, we all have baggage. Do you think that changed? Well, no, we all have baggage. Yes, we do. And so we've all been burned before once or twice. And, like, you know, I've I've always said every woman out there on the planet has a story that starts off with that effing dick male name, just like every guy on the planet has a story that that effing bitch female name. Absolutely. And so, I mean, like, as you get, and it depends on where you are in the dating scene. I mean, if the wounds are still fresh. Yeah, well, maybe you're looking for a one night stand to cleanse, or maybe that's the furthest thing from your mind because you don't want to get that right. close to somebody. Absolutely, I mean, it. I think that dynamic changes and over time.
0: There's so many, and that's I, I, I agree, Dave. Huge, and it depends what your second like episode are.
2: of numbers with the whiteboard it, it's, and <laughs> oh gee,
0: it is. And so many you hear so many people, and that's why I, I talk about people that have been following the show for a long time. Um, they know I'm not a textbook, what they call you know a textbook therapist, textbook counselor. Not by any means. Um, very genuine, very real, and I think somebody try to put a number on, like Dave said, on the whiteboard. You know, they put a number on everything. You should wait this long. You should do this. You know what? That's that's a bunch of bullshit. Because I think there's so many variables, so many life occurrences. You know, if a woman, you know, you have to look at, and if you're a guy dating a woman, you know, maybe she was in an abusive relationship, um, emotionally, physically abusive, and you, she might take a little longer you know before she is willing to have sex with you and it all depends on the connection and all this stuff and where you're at with yourself i think a lot of it has to do with your self confidence your self awareness too and look at what's stake and a lot of people you know you can't get close to somebody without opening up right and you can't or i should say you can't expect someone to get close to you without you opening up as well so yeah. it's a, it's a mutual aspect and working with you know couples all the time About being vulnerable But the question is you know, With sex Is it just physical Is it emotional Or is it a combination of both If it's done right It should be both Right No I don't no. <laughs> Yeah Oh yeah baby So you look at the Foo I can't imagine not having sex for six months I agree Foo I don't think you I, I can imagine you Having Waiting two days for sex um, Like I said We are going to do that woman's workshop and promote that. Women, you need to want sex every single freaking day. Would you be okay with with that, Dave, or would you want a day to reminisce and...
3: Okay, okay. every (laughs) every single
0: day sounds like an awesome concept. But you get so tired. Dude, yeah. uh,
2: Dude, even when you're in the gym working out, you have break days. Yes. Because there's only so much that muscles can do before they go, F you, we're out.
0: Yes. <laughs> How old are you again? No. Isn't that what they make say Allison by? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you look at the situation. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Oh, I can't have sex, man, because I pulled a hamstring last <laughs> night when we get older. You know? Oh, my God. I got a Charlie horse. We can, you know? Oh, my God. I can't. You're going to have to be on top today because I can't freaking move from last night. You know? You look at look at all those aspects. And, you know, every other day I want to be able to walk. Yeah, I know, foo, You mentioned that before. You do want to be able to walk. And I'm sure you paralyzed uh, uh, Chip, foo, your uh, hubby, too, uh, and the dynamics about that, okay? Um, how are you with taking a breather, Dave? I, we're all queued up and ready to go whenever you are. Sweet. Want. Okay, why don't we take a breather? This is the Art of Relationships radio show coming live from Podcast Detroit. This show is broadcasting live from Detroit
1: Sound Studios, above Activate Gaming, and is part of the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
0: If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has uh, hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook.
4: Up the line, well come on baby, well let's be funky, I got my right time, come on.
0: Back to the Art of Relationships radio show here at PodcastDetroit.com. Here uh, helping me out running the board is uh, the boss man, uh, (laughs) Mr. Dave Phillips here. The boss man. I know. You liked it? I know. I know the 80s. The boss man. There we go. Mr. Dave Phillips. Uh, Make sure you check out uh, his show, IT and the D, Monday evenings, 9 p.m eastern time at podcast and also he got an awesome awesome app i was able to try that out god when was it when did you post that
2: uh just saturday when
0: last yeah for android. Android. yep oh, maybe that's when it was i was uh doing running down to the office or something in detroit and i was listening uh to the podcast and it, or uh listening to shows and stuff on the app and it's awesome it's podcast.com uh, on android the apple one won't be out probably for a little bit yet but, uh, yeah they're a little slower yeah they are they're usually a couple weeks behind uh that's my experience with them but um check it out it's an awesome app podcast uh detroit on android google play store and like i said tune in to other shows too. tune in dave's show monday night at 9 IT and the d and there's a lot of a lot of awesome shows and a lot of great people here at podcast detroit i am very very happy and excited to be a part of the family now so it's a great move on my end uh very very happy and excited with it if i just stay awake now no. no. <laughs> <laughs> my 5 hour energy drink uh hour before i got here freaking is not kicking in. well hey the uh, the marketing manager from oh. uh red bull i know uh, uh, i area. noticed that yeah. oh yeah. i don't that stuff will kill you yeah, man yeah popped it <laughs> in <I> dropped <laughs>
2: off uh, four cases i think it was i yeah. saw that
0: oh like, yeah red bull. we have to do a plug for red bull then and uh falling down beer company too for uh providing our uh nutritional, uh, (laughs) (laughs) joint for the show. Anyways, we're talking about, um, you know, sex and what the dating, you know, what the dating rule is. And I think it's almost been a consensus that there are no rules. You do what is best, you know, for you when it feels right. I don't think, like I said, if you go predetermine what your plan is, whatever, you're going to be disappointed for one or, it's it's might chase some people off. You go with the flow and you feel what is right for you. And that's you know men, women. You always you know women always you know get told right. Oh, you don't want to sleep with a guy in the first date, third date, whatever. You want to make sure he likes you and all this stuff, right? And we talked right before the break. You know, you wait six months, a year, um, then you have sex and you find out that uh, he sucks in bed. And I'm not talking sucks in a good way. I'm talking about <laughs> sucks in a bad way. And you look at the dynamics. You know, what do you do? You just wasted six months, right? What do you do? Trust is everything, foo. I, I agree completely. Um, it's one of those things. Everyone says you need to, you know, with the dating realm, <clears throat> excuse me, that people look at you need to be friends first. And, foo, you've been listening for, oh, my God, for a long time, uh, you and Chip, Foo and, uh, um, oh, what the heck happened to Rhonda? Rhonda might have night classes uh, going on. Um yeah, I haven't uh we haven't seen her in a few weeks, so uh she might have classes on uh not on Sunday night, but maybe uh when I was doing uh Wednesday night too, I haven't uh heard of Rhonda. So hopefully everything's okay with her. You look at, you know, trust is everything. And the old scenario is, you know, oh you need to be friends first, you know, before and all this stuff. I think that's a crock of crap because I think if the chemistry isn't there at the beginning. It's going to be very, very rare. It's going to be there down the road. I think it can happen, but I think that is very, very rare. I think, the, oh, my God, Rhonda, welcome. Where the heck you been hiding? Dave's like, where, yeah, there you are. I was talking about you. <laughs> and I was like, "Woo! perfect timing. I had oh you had your grandson okay oh, well plug his ears okay unless he I don't want him to <laughs> I always say don't yeah put the kids to bed you will plug talking about sex orgasms uh fricking uh vagina pleasing and anal pleasing and all this stuff um you need to um yeah put the kids block their ears, put cottons in them, turn off the radio, <laughs> not this pop, show. Or at least
2: pop in the earbuds. Yeah, pop in the
0: earbuds. Yeah, there you go. That I, The tech, yeah, tech guru with Dave here. And I'm like, I, I'm all out of it. Oh, he just went home tonight. Hopefully everything he's doing okay, Rhonda. I know he's uh, your world, big time. You look at, you know, there's no rule, whatever. You know, the dating room, like I said, um... Getting back to Fu's statement a little bit, you need trust. And I said, you know, chemistry, I think, is important. I think it's either there or it's not there. Yes, it is true. People have been friends for a year, two years, whatever. Then they start dating and chemistry is there. Yes. And I mentioned this on numerous shows. I think that is not the rule. I think that is the huge exception. I think if the chemistry is not there, it's going to be very, very difficult and rare that it's not there. So what do you do? Do you have sex and then build up trust? And build up the relationship? What do you do? You know, if you have the three-date rule, how much trust is there? If you have sex, say, on the first date, second date, um, does that, do you have that trust build up or don't you care? Or do you just go with your gut instincts? And I'm not talking your gut instincts are in your vagina or (laughs) are in your genitals, uh, do you go with your gut instinct? What do you do, Dave? Well, and, and let's be honest. Some people have
2: horrible instincts. Yes. <laughs> yes, they do.
0: And I always... When I was younger, I used to love all them, too. No! Right.
2: No! <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, and it is. I mean, it, it is. I mean, and I think it's, again, one of those things that changes over time. Yes. you, know, you your. Your moral compass shifts a little bit, you know. Yes, as, it does. As you're trying to figure out what it is that you're looking for, what it is that you want, um, and
0: again, it just keeps coming back to, "Boy, you're being politically correct." No, it's cra- it,
2: no, it's just it keeps coming back. Are to, you there saying are no rules?
0: Are you saying your morals change when you get older, as and they go down the toilet more?
2: No, I, I well, depending <laughs> on the, depending on the person. yes. yeah, I agree. Um, you know, and it's you know, but it, it's what you're looking for
0: changes over time. Absolutely. You know, single, I, oh, sing, oh, absolutely. Single
2: in your early twenties is a lot different than single in your early thirties. Yeah, single in your early forties. Absolutely. Your early, yeah, I mean, it's it's a different bond. I
0: agree. And what you're looking for, um, it is different. Like I, you know, I mentioned before, the highest uh, STD STI rates are in nursing homes. Believe yeah. it or not. So. That is uh That actually is a fact. So, you know, are they just looking for booty calls, hookup? Maybe they just want sex, you know, thinking they're not going to have that many opportunities left before they croak. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I really don't know how to digest that factoid. I really, really, I got to be honest with you. I'm, you don't yeah. want to think of grandma, grandpa no. getting it on? or yeah, No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Rhonda, I know, Rhonda, you love sex, too. You and Fu um, are the ultimate philosophies of what women should be sexually um i always went with my gut i think that if it feels right you do it and i think that's the consensus from a lot of people not just um you know men women whatever i think you go with your if it feels right you do it and sometimes you know maybe our gut is wrong and we're just going with why wait and play games you go Rhonda. we need food to jump in on that and i think she would agree with you I agree. You don't play games. If you want it, you go and then see what happens, right? Do you, you know, you protect yourself, you know, condoms and all that stuff because you don't want to come around and, um, you know, all of a sudden you got freaking herpes around your lips or anything like that, and that's that's a dangerous aspect too. Oh, here we go. The first time you have sex with the new partner, do you have oral sex? Ooh
2: going to go with yes i demand it damn it wouldn't you
0: i demand it right the first time you have sex with somebody on the first date would you well i mean they can give me oral sex first
2: time you're pretty much pulling out all the stops aren't you i mean that's I mean, that's... that's I got to keep my... That's your audition. Yeah, I know. That's my...
0: <laughs> I uh, That's right. Your audition. Your interview. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying, I'm, I'm your say it's, interview. Damn straight.
2: Yeah, it's Sam Kinison 101. Yeah. You,
0: you, you <laughs> make her come twice yep. before she's even Absol- sure you have a date. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, I agree. And everybody knows I'm a, I promote that all the way, right? As, <laughs> you know what? You get the lady off first. Maybe... Second, too, as Dave mentioned, not right away, you need to get to know them first. Are you talking, Melissa, about oral sex? Are you saying you ha okay, you waited a month, you're saying you wait a month for sex with a new partner or whatever situation. How long would you wait then before you perform oral sex on somebody and you look at that dynamic um, am I guilty of that? Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> <laughs> you wait longer. I want to, Melissa. How long? Much longer would you wait before oral sex? Would you wait six months? Would you wait three months? Would you wait? You know what would you do? You know what? Am I going to wait six months before a woman performs oral sex on me? I would say we're not sexually compatible. Call me pot prude. <laughs> I'll call you a prude. Okay. I've been talking to him for a while, and it's right. I go for there. Same time, one month. So you're saying you have sex, and then you wait two months before before you have oral sex, right? I wouldn't give a stranger head. Well, I agree. I wouldn't give a stranger head either, Rhonda, because I'm not gay. No. (laughs) You look at the dynamics, you know. Is there, you know, a rule of thumb? You do what you feel is right. And I think, you know, I promote that. I'm not one that says you should wait six months. You should wait a year. I'm definitely not one that says, you know, you wait before you get married and all this stuff. And I don't care. I'm not, you know, I'm not religious, um, spiritual. I respect everybody's religious beliefs. That doesn't mean I follow them, but I look at, you know, what is the best situation for most couples, not all couples, but most. Um, one month for anything, fiscal Besides, <laughs> besides hand jobs. Oh, freaking! And Dave stepped away. I gotta come back. <laughs> hand jobs—is that just a freaking tease? I, I want to, you know, what hand job? Yeah, you're boring me. I, uh, I want you to blow me, not just give me a hand job. <laughs> One month for anything, Fisco. Besides, are you saying? Are you saying you will give hand jobs on the first night? Now, Melissa. Ooh, I gotta hear this. Or is that just a tease? You know, what happens if you, you know, awesome. What happens if you suck in bed and not good enough? <laughs> I'm going to fuck them and I'm going to blow them. Foo, that is so freaking hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, what? I got to hear this. You know what? A hand job, is that just a tease? It might be. Okay. Um, You know, the dating realm, like I said, the cons- <laughs> consensus, I-, I think you go with the flow, you do what you feel is right. You go with your gut instinct. Um, you know, sometimes it's wrong, whatever. A lot of people are afraid. And guys, too, we're going to have sex, and then, you know, she's going to, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe she's going, and I'm dealing with couples now that they're going in between a couple different people. And they, yeah, Rhonda, I love foods. Mine, too, as well as yours, too, Rhonda. You look at the situation to where, you know, what do you You do what's right for you. And a lot of people, you know, it's that mind game that you battle. Okay. If I don't have sex, he or she's going to leave. If I do have sex, they could be going off with somebody else and having sex with them. You do what you feel is right for you. And I think there's so many mind games that go on. And Dave hit it, you know, very acutely um, earlier about, you know, as you get older, I think it changes, you know, the way you view life, the way you view. Um, relationships and sex you're more comfortably in your own skin with your body and you look at dynamics you do what is best for you and I i love this situation and I hear this all the time you know guys you know oh guys need to you know buy the drink ask the woman out first uh, buy dinner and never have the woman expect to pay I'm a traditional woman and I ask. um You know, you believe in premarital sex. Oh, yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) And I'm like, uh, don't tell me you're a freaking traditional woman or old-fashioned woman, then. You pick and choose when you are and you don't play that. That's a game you play. Okay. Um, Melissa. Oh, I want to hear this. Um, I have an off-the-wall question. This is the place for it at the Art of Relationships radio show coming live from Podcast Detroit. What do you do if you and your boyfriend don't agree on what time you have to put your kids to bed at night? The kids are 7, 8, and 9. My boyfriend wants to put his boys to bed at 11 p.m. Are you kidding me? They're seven, eight, nine years old, and you want to put the kids to bed at 11 p.m., and I want, to go, want them to go to bed earlier. So he started putting them the bed at ten thirty, but he is not sticking with it what do i do he never spends alone time with me this is a battle i'm assuming if uh your boyfriend has three kids there um i'm assuming there's a lot of guilt and he is letting the kids run his life and he is the adult he's the dad he's not the kid's best friend my situation if if he doesn't well you know what that's a good point Fu. i wasn't even even during the summer. Um, Fu, uh, I'm gonna jump on. I know Fu, you said even during the summer, but if they're seven, eight, and nine, um, I, I think once in a while staying up, you know, on the weekend, staying up is okay, but you have to have a life. And if he is, you know, sort of ruling that, you know, the seven, eight, nine year old, and they're staying up all the time. Okay, Melissa, if that, that's ridiculous, it, even if it's a summer. Once in a while I can see, you know, during the summer or, you know, you have a thing, you're taking them to a movie or maybe frickin' a Sesame Street or seven, eight, nine year old whatever are going on. Um, two are his and one is mine. And if, you know, that situation, if your boyfriend in the situation is looking at, you know, the kids are 7, 8, and 9, and he wants to keep them up until 11 o'clock most of the time. I'm going to, that's crazy because kids need, they need at least nine, at that age, seven, eight, nine, they need at least nine hours of sleep. You know, every kid's different. Um, every kid's different as far as how much sleep they need, but on average at those ages. And he, I agree, food. and I was just getting to that. You need, he needs to make you feel important and needs to make it crucial to the element that, you know, there's time for you and that you're important because what happens, not only in this situation, there's a lot of guilt, you know, if he's a single dad and all this situation. And, Melissa, I'm assuming that this has nothing to do with you. Um, it might be for a friend of yours or whatever, which is fine. But you look at the situation to where, um, you know, he needs to make you feel important. And this is the same situation with step family dynamics. It's a huge, huge difference. You know with kids and the balancing, and I tell people, you know, there has to be a balance with step family dynamics. As this would be the case, that um, the kids are going to come first. I hate to tell you that in step family dynamics, however, there has to be you have to come first too. In this situation, it's a balance. You the kids don't come first all the time, or you're going to be unhappy and walk in a lot of situations, they get into. Step family dynamics where there's kids involved, whatever. And all of a sudden, you know, the kids are making the rules. The kids are, you know, because you, you feel guilty. I, you know, people know, you know, I'm a hypocrite. I've been divorced a while. And with my daughter, you know, growing up when she was young and stuff, you feel guilty. You feel, not to mention, freaking daughters wrap their daddies around their fingers real quick. And, you know, you got to pull away from that and look at what's good for the relationship. And there has to be a balance. Keeping the kids up that late, I think it's crazy. Um, you know, it, I, I, I think it's crazy. And there has to be boundaries, and kids need structure. I'm all about being flexible and all this stuff. But with sleeping and rules and boundaries, there has to be, oh, my God, they go to bed at 11 and they're up at the ass crack of dawn, too. Holy crap. Um, unless they have ADHD, uh, have you heard of Benadryl? No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) If they have ADHD or hyperactivity with the aspect, (laughs) you definitely don't want to give them Benadryl because Benadryl acts like speed with kids with the hyperactivity. um, They'll be bouncing off the walls even more. No, he needs to set boundaries for the kids, or maybe that situation needs to be addressed. And Maybe you're just, that's not, that's, not the right relationship for you. And I know you mentioned that one is his, one is yours. And I'm assuming this is a friend of yours, Melissa, and not actually you. Uh, melatonin, <laughs> yeah, I know melatonin can work too um, with kids. And I always say you got to give melatonin at le- you know about an hour before they go to bed, whatever. But this is all about boundaries and the kids manipulating dad and dad not being a dad and being the hierarchy and not being a kid's friend and feeling guilty and fighting through all that aspect. He needs to set boundaries and the kids on a regular basis, staying up to eleven o'clock at night, you know, seven, eight, nine years old, you know, oh boy. <laughs> um, you, you need that time, big time together and he needs to show you that or if you're happy with that and you're okay with that situation, you know, peace to you. I wish you the best of luck, but you might have to set parameters to where um, I I tell people ultimatums don't work, not at all, but you give yourself ultimatums, and Melissa, I know Rhonda, people that are not regulars that aren't in chat this evening had heard me say, you know what, you give yourself an ultimatum, you can tell him, you know what, you can do whatever you want, you know, you can have your kids stay up, you can have, uh, you know, whatever you want, you can do that, but I'm not going to tolerate it, okay, the girl wanted later, like eleven thirty. My boyfriend is doing ten thirty, but I wanted ten, and he is still. I was thinking like fricking nine nine thirty. That's anyways. But um, you have a situation. You have a situation um to where he needs to be the dad, not the friend of the kids, because it sounds like that's what the hell is going on. And he has to sell parameters, and there has to be adult time. And I I get it, you know. Um, is 10 p.m. a good compromise Melissa? um that's you man i, I tell people, i tell people all i get this greg should we stay married should we stay together should we get divorced what this is your decision to make and can, i don't get can you sucked sign in, this liability yeah, waiver yeah i know I yeah that? i know Ex- exactly <laughs> dave you're absolutely right and you look at it you know it's a starting point foo i need you know if you ease into something especially with kids you know what you're in for a huge root awakening because when you ease into it, you need to rip that band aid man or maybe with the kids. you need to rip that duct tape you have off <laughs> off of them, and you need to you need to take that and do it now, there's no easing into it you know I'm all about easing into getting kids ready for the school year, going to bed early, and setting that routine you know for the school year that's for their health they need that sleep, they need that um standardization and I'm like I said I'm not traditional um very flexible when it comes to kids they need those those patterns set in they need those behaviors set in it's healthy from them huge and if if you are on two different divides of that give yourself an ultimatum and say you know what you can do whatever you want with the kids whatever but that doesn't mean I'm gonna be here this is you know this is important to me I, I tell people you never sell yourself out And you look at what is at stake in that situation. It's not an easy situation, and you're going to have people left and right tell you to do this, do that. I'm going to throw out suggestions what I think will work, but, again, everybody's different. And, you know, you can say, you know what, I'm not going to be in this situation unless I feel important and feel like an equal and that we're partners in our relationship because this tells me that you are on the back burner and – his kids, even step family dynamics, is preach it. I'm not a preacher, Ronda. I'm not religious at all. So <laughs> preach it. <coughs> My voice is going out through puberty again. We look at the dynamics that you know what you you gotta be an equal in that relationship big time. And I know step. Now I'm not talking an equal where you discipline the kids if they're not yours. I already said you know shows ago about discipline needs to come from the biological parent. And or, you know, basically biological parent in step-family aspects. Uh, but this situation, you deserve to be an equal. You deserve to have a, you know, a say in your life and in the relationship. And what you want, and my question is, why would you tolerate that situation and why would you be doing that to yourself? A lot of people are afraid to make a stand. Um, I was going to get on to this if we had time in the row about men, being afraid to take the stand. And I'm I, dealing with a couple of clients now uh relationships and marriage situation where the guy is afraid to take a stand because the relationship will end or the marriage will end. But I'm going to tell you, it's going to end no matter what if you don't take a stand. You put your foot down because you're going to determine self-respect and you're going to have integrity. If you don't take a stand, you don't speak up. You know, it, it, I'm going to tell you, you're you're going into a world of hurt before, and as I said numerous times, thousands of times, you know, I work on strengthening the individual at the same time with the relationship. You be your own person. You you keep your self-integrity um, intact, and in your not only integrity, but your level of self-respect, because if you give that self-respect by keeping your mouth shut, not saying anything, um, the resentment's going to build, and your partner's not going to have any respect for you by being quiet and not rocking the boat, not only that, you're not going to have any self-respect. You're not going to like yourself. So my suggestion, Melissa, to your friend, I'm assuming uh, you never did state what it was, but you look at that situation you need to tell your friend that she needs to maybe speak up and say, you know what, you can do what you want. This is important to me and I need to feel important in a relationship So, you know what, you keep doing what you're doing and we'll go how it goes. And she needs, you know, not threaten, but just, you know, do it. Because threats, you don't threaten. You just, you better follow through with it. Like I said, with ultimatums, it's almost like, you know, I'll give you 30 days to turn around. (laughs) You give someone 30 days, but you better be ready to freaking back that up. Because a lot of people give deadlines and they don't follow through. And that means you're just full of shit. Cause what you say and your actions aren't being backed up. So don't give dates. Just when your gut is ready. If you're not ready and it's not healthy for you in that situation, you need to dismiss him. And I know I'm not being cold. I'm just trying to I'm trying to help you. And on the radio, it's you know I'm compassionate. It's not easy. Um, you know if you love somebody and all that stuff, it's not easy to break away. And I know Melissa, you just went through this, and a lot of people have. Um, it's not easy and it's, you know, it's gut-wrenching and it hurts. But I want you in a healthier spot, Um, you know, going through a little pain and heartbreak now would be a lot easier than maybe living in misery for years down the road or, you know, going through this and stretching this out, hoping it will change down the road. I'm not one to, you know, ease in the situations you know, with kids and all this stuff, because you have to be the parent. You're you're not being your kid's best friend, and you have to set those parameters. Um, you know, you got to set those boundaries. Yeah. Why don't we take a little breather? Um, let my voice cool out. We'll come back in. Melissa, thank you very much for the question. Or if that came from uh, a friend of yours that you suggested that hit me up on uh, Facebook er- earlier today, I appreciate the question. That's actually uh, a very good question. Um, and I cover a lot with Step Family Dynamics, okay? I am going to uh peace out, take a break. This is the Art of Relationships radio show coming live from Podcast Detroit. We'll be back in a few moments. Thank you. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one, It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook.
3: I can't figure out why Why? The hell I can't say all the words that I've been thinking
2: So can she get a little bit close?
4: That's why it works the influence of my
0: back this is uh greg dozinski aka master g with the art of relationships radio show coming from podcast detroit studios uh welcome everybody uh everybody if you want you can give us a call here at the studio at 248 Five seven nine five two nine five. Crap! I need my reading glasses. That I just started reading. <laughs> <laughs> I need my reading. Oh god! Trying to get used to them. I, at my age and everything. Uh, I just started. It's weird. I'm unique. I use. See, and I've try, tried. Like I've yeah. I've had glasses oh, since I was like sixteen yeah, years old. Yeah.
2: And I've tried every couple of years. I try contacts, and my eyes are just like no.
0: Oh, I have not. I never I, gonna I, happen. I've had twenty seventeen yeah. vision up until probably six months ago, and I'm like huh, what's that say? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm squinting. I'm freaking, everything's like moving on me. And I'm like, oh, this ain't cool. Dang it, I got to give in. I'm getting old. But you look at the situation, um, you know, get, check us out. You join us on live chat. We have a few individuals on the live chat as well. Um, and one question that was asked before the break, and I said I would handle it after the break, is how do you handle being accused of cheating on someone when you didn't? Especially if it's your fiance, oh and God. you, and you have been together almost five years, Melissa. Um, how can I be blunt on this? I'm gonna, you know, I look at the situation when you're getting accused of cheating, and this is a daily occurrence in my office. Okay, and you know, Rhonda, food, people that you know know me, students all over the place, know. 85% of the couples I deal with, there's either an affair by him or her, and we all know just as many women cheat, if not more, and or there's divorce papers filed, and it's a last-ditch effort, and I start shaking, getting all nervous. Greg, you're our last hope, and I get all freaking nervous, shaking, sweaty, and i got to put more deodorant on, everything. But, serious, you, if you're getting accused cheating, I want to know, what am I doing to, right, I want you to say, what am I doing to cause you to think I'm cheating? I want you to take responsibility and own that. And if you're not doing anything, if he doesn't believe you and it's just his insecurities and all that stuff, or or he's just trying to bash you or belittle you or criticize or take control over you, you need to dismiss his ass.
2: Well, and so uh, th- yeah. I, actually this, w- th- that was a previous relationship of mine where yeah. it, God, oh, he- yeah. God helped me if I mentioned a female name, uh, whether it was somebody I worked with, somebody I ran into in an event. I was instantly nailing them and yet yada, yada. And so here's one of Dave's universal rules of life yes. is that I do believe that you see in other people what you see in yourself. I agree because so the reality is that relationship ended uh, and yet yeah, she was engaged four months later.
0: Isn't that nice? Just, huh? just saying. <laughs> it's yeah. ouch. I'm sorry, and you're uh, heartbroken. No, yeah. I was. Yeah. I was good. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people. You know the old adage is you know if someone is accusing you of cheating that they're probably doing it. That could be the case, but not always. That's not always the case. True. A lot of it could be controlling insecurity issues. Um, you know, their self esteem's in the toilet, all those aspects come, um, they all play a role in that. So I want to look at, first of all, in these situations, you know, with jealousy and everything else I ask, you know, what are you doing? Couples, individuals, what are you doing to make them jealous or make them feel insecure? And if you are not doing anything, I'm not talking you're, you know, they're up your ass 24 seven and driving you nuts. That's ridiculous. But if you're not doing anything um, to cause that, that's their issue and you need to peace out with that. If they don't get help with the insecurity or aspects, uh, and I'm not saying, you know, that he's cheating or whatever because he's causing that, you know, they could be belittling you, trying to control you, trying to manipulate you and trying to guilt you into either staying in that relationship, giving up your own sense of self, giving up your own independence Um, And if that doesn't work, you need to peace out, okay? Um, Because it's a very difficult decision to go, okay? I'm curious about what to do if I made the right decision or if I am jumping the gun by leaving him. Um, It's because I didn't answer my phone or text right away. That's controlling. You know, if I can see if it's been two days or (laughs) whatever. Uh, That's exactly, you know... That's exactly it. I was meeting up with male coworkers after work for some drinks and game night. Ooh. Uh-oh. So that would make him jealous and think you're cheating on him. It was five hours. I, You know what? That would, if he knew what you were doing up front, And was there just a male? Was there a bunch of men? Was it a mixed Group of coworkers and all this aspect. So you need to look at those aspects. If it was just with one male coworker, I can understand why. He, I'm not saying no big deal. If I don't trust you, if I don't trust you, peace out. I ain't gonna worry about it. Um, you you're not worth my time. But in the situation after five years together, he should be able to trust you enough to look at. And there's a difference between trusting and being a fool. Um, a huge, huge difference when it comes to that. It was three males, two married. The two married, I don't even, and one other girl. Um, the two, you know, three males, uh, two married, one, I, I, it doesn't matter if they're married or not. That doesn't mean <laughs> they won't cheat or anything. So that doesn't work. In nowadays' standards. So you need to do if it's.
2: 38 million accounts on Ashley Madison. 38.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. And we know some of them that got busted. The yeah. most recent is the. State one, Troopers. Oh. Oh, don't even get me going on cops. A couple of state troopers yes. using
2: their official yes. government yes. issued email I know address. what a
0: bunch of <laughs> I don't even get me. Derp, I hope derp, derp, I know derp. I, people know people know I'm not a huge fan of cops, but um, there are some good ones. I know one of my cousins is married to a really really uh, a really good guy actually, and he's uh, actually just got promoted to a lieutenant uh, in the Metro Detroit area. But you look at the situation where you know if I'm doing anything, you know all that aspect. Why would you invite your fiance to go with you? You know, I know you know work hours or whatever. Would you know maybe that would help? And you know would that help? Because you have three males, another single female, so you got three males. Two and two of them are married. I, that oh they're married. I don't give a shit. That still people cheat. Okay,
2: But you need the bonding time with I your agree. co-workers.
0: Yes, you do. Absolutely. So you look at, if why would he be jealous and worry about you cheating big time? Is it his insecurities or if it other things that you are doing? And at that situation, he needs to sort of man up a little bit and look at his own sense of self. Why would I worry about that? And if I have to worry about that, I'm not going to be with you anyways because you know what? <laughs> Peace out. I like myself. I'm confident in myself. Of um, you know what, I'm confident in myself to not worry about that or deal with that. You know, if I don't trust you, peace out. But if it's based on his insecurities and trying to gain control over the situation, why would you want to live like that? That would drive me nuts. And matter of fact, uh, Dave was talking about you know getting accused of cheating and all this stuff. Um, I had to, <laughs> I had to get a PPO order against an ex because, yeah, she wasn't, she, oh, my God, because of that situation. She'd come to my office. she It was freaking nuts, man. Um, and I know I'm all that, but still, no, <laughs> I'm teasing. But no, I'm serious. So you look at, you gave me my answer, so that's good. I made a good decision. Ah, Melissa. Oh, now this is where my... Uh, I need you to uh, text over your signed consent that you won't sue my ass <laughs> later. <laughs> that you made a good decision. I, if you... if The in views your, and opinions. Yes. Express podcasts, <laughs> podcast, uh, podcastdetroit.com and uh, Art of Relationships radio show <laughs> are for educational and informational purposes only. And this is not to replace any professional counseling. <laughs> In any shape, way or form. <laughs> Which is true, but um you look at it, the decision you need to make and it's being together with somebody for five years is you know, it's a long time. You need to go with your gut instinct and look at the dynamics that, you know, was it even though your heart might hurt and you're gonna go through confusion and you know, insecurity with your decision, I think that's normal. And any long-term relationship when it ends, but you go with your gut instinct, um, you go with your gut instinct, what is best for you at the time, and maybe chill out in that situation, okay? It's not easy it's It sucks, I know, but this is where you need to look at the situation and say, "You know what I'm done with this." And I know you know a lot of dynamics that was going on earlier, uh, Melissa, you know before. So I, you know, I have a lot more insight than maybe some other people um, just by you asking questions. But I'm not, you know, I respect your privacy. I'm not throwing all your stuff out there. But you look at dynamics, and you, if you, you're deep down in your gut, underneath the hurt, you know, maybe the hurt, the sadness, and the anger, the confusion, underneath that, your gut's telling you you made the right decision. Um, you need to go with that and have faith and trust yourself. Trust your instincts. With that, and I think when we go against our instincts, we get burnt. Um, you've heard me say, you know, say before Melissa. Everybody has heard me say this nine. You know, you go against your gut instinct nine times out of ten, you're going to get burnt. I'm speaking from experience myself, man. And Dave said earlier at the beginning of the show, you know, sometimes people don't have good instincts. Yep. I get it, but I don't know if I think they might have. Maybe decent instincts, but they let their freaking emotions and their heart overplay their gut instinct. They don't listen to their gut instinct because maybe their insecurities—they don't want to be alone. So they they end up with an abuse, you know, abuser, um, a bitch, uh, whatever the situation is, because their overall need or insecurities are playing out. They're overwhelming the actual deep down gut instinct that tells them, you know what oh, God, that was a great piece of ass, but she's trouble. <laughs> and uh, they let their, uh, maybe their dick roll <laughs> there, uh, and they end up, oh, my God, in a bunch of drama land that um, you sit there and you just say, uh, what is it, like CC Music Factory said, things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> well, like, you know, I'm you know, we, on our friends. There's, uh, there's a girl that we're
2: all friends with, and and she's awesome, and she's gorgeous, and she's funny, and she's also we're completely convinced burn your house down crazy yeah and so that's why new no, no everything we're like no people guys come along no so yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's you know it, it's just it is what it is the I old mean,
0: it's, yeah it's and you just need to trust that yeah the old, what is it bat shit crazy yeah <laughs> 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 the the old batshit crazy. So Melissa, you gotta you know, you try to trust your gut instinct. There I tell people, you know, they're there for if it's, you know, evolution and our gut you know, our gut instinct, I think they're there for a reason. Um to sort of help us out in life and life decisions and everything else, and we all, you know, we all have our insecurities. Oh my God, I'm scared. You know, when you buy a house, you know, your first house or whatever, or first apartment, first car, shit, anything really. You know, maybe first time you're having sex, <laughs> am I doing the right thing? We all have our insecurities and about that, and it's it, it's good with that. But after it's all said and done, you know, go with your gut instinct and. You know, you go from there, and hopefully it plays out. And chances are, you know, after the pain, you're, you're going to realize, you know what, I made the right decision. Um, so hopefully that helps. And like I said, you need to sign a disclosure that you won't uh, sue me. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, any other questions? Actually, we might, uh, you about ready to get out of here? I, I'm good, man. Sweet, sweet. Oh, you're welcome, Melissa. You're very, very welcome. I go with the uh, the Jeff
2: Spicoli. You know, so, you know, if, if you're here and I'm here, <laughs> this is kind of our time. Our time, <laughs> yes, it is.
0: It's our time. So, uh, send. I'll send an invoice over to you. <laughs> uh, I'll send. I'll send. Uh, I'll send. <laughs> I'll send billable. Yeah, billable hours, time, <laughs> shit. Damn. (laughs) No. Um, I wanna yeah, thank uh Mr. Bossman, Dave Phillips, and plug your show, please. Do us a favor, plug your show again. We need that.
2: No, so I mean it's so it's IT and the D. We're on Monday nights live from nine PM to eleven PM and don't let the IT scare you uh we talk. It's just it happens to be the name of our group and we halfway regret. Carrying that forward into the name of the show now, because the <laughs> last thing we talk about is IT. I know. Uh, you know, we've got current events, news information, and yeah, we've got CEOs and CIOs and CTOs on our show, but we also have roller derby girls and the guys that run Go Comedy Improv, and you know, the folks yeah. that do Comic Cons and that kind of stuff. You know, just a lot of cool stuff going in. You know, on and around the area, and that's that's what we talk about for you know two hours while we're having a few beers. It's, yep, it's our it's our bowling <laughs> night is how we. Yeah, I know that's yeah.
0: Dave said uh, bowling uh, first time I talked to Dave. It's our bowling night, yeah. and it turned into this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, Princess Food. Yeah, he is funny. Dave's uh, extremely intelligent, uh, intelligent man, intelligent. Gen- Rhonda, you told Melissa to send him a pizza. Pizza ain't gonna pay my bills. Damn it! <laughs> it might feed me, but it ain't gonna pay my damn bills. I need money. So, if you are wanting to make donations to the show, <laughs> send <out> all <laughs> donations via PayPal. Uh <laughs> check out my website uh actually one of them I I forget, Sp- Spicoli. <laughs> <laughs> Rhonda mentioned Spicoli. Um yeah, make sure you check out my uh website. Uh the counseling website is the art of The radio show website is the art of relationships I know it's long. You always check me out on Facebook too under my name Greg Dzesinski D U D Z I N SKI. Um, I have another Facebook page, that are the relationships, <clears throat> excuse me, and it's basically a copycat of my other page because, like, damn, I, I need to separate the two. But make sure you check Dave out, um, podcastdetroit.com, IT and the D, Monday nights, and check out other shows too. There's a lot of cool shows, a lot of great talent.
2: Yeah, we're getting close to having a full roster these days.
0: Do you? Yeah, it's uh, just a lot of, oh my God, a lot of not only talented people, Um, and Dave, we were talking about this, uh, during the break that he's got this keen insight for good people, uh, coming in contact with him and the shows and, uh, just tremendous, tremendous people. Well, you, you Deep, run a, good you, people. You
2: run a networking group with 5,000-odd people in it. <sighs> you learn how to assess people yes. quickly. Yes,
0: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, That's sort of my job, too. So, oh, God, yeah. Yeah, uh, their diagnosis, they're just effed up. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're yeah, You're broken. Yeah, yeah. You're not bent. What was, what was that pink song? Yeah, yeah we're not... Broker ben Brent, just yeah. bent. Yep. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much for joining us on chat and catching the Art of Relationships radio show. Uh, stay tuned. I'll post more information on Facebook. Uh, peace out, everybody. Take care. Have a happy, uh, safe evening. Much love to everybody out there. Take care. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook.